I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. I had a chance to work with our next guest. His name is Micah Bernard. And Micah actually produced my TBN series that I did that is just doing really well still on TBN. It's on Monday nights at 7 p.m. It's in their primetime lineup. Um, so I think it's on its third or fourth round of showing, which is awesome. It was only a 10-episode arc, but it's really good on, our, on my best-selling book, Translating God. And Micah brought a lot of vision with his production team to what this could look like. And he's been doing this for a long time, over 15 years He's been in the film and television industry, and he currently is the producer at Impact Productions, specializing in long and short uh, formats for broadcast and digital platforms. And he's produced feature film, documentaries, episodic television across the U.S. and even Europe, which have been released in the theaters and also on national television, ESPN, Fox, and TBN. So Mike is going to share just his heart story of how he got involved in this and also just about his family. And I want to ask him some really good questions about his life, both in the entertainment industry, but also as someone who's making a lot of faith-based films, which was never his original intention. I think that's really exciting to kind of talk to somebody in that space because there's been a conflict between mainstream and faith-based up until now. There's a emerging of something new that's a partnership, and he represents that. So it's going to be a really good conversation. Come join us. Hey, Exploring the Prophetic Family, we have an incredible new resource for you. My new book, Provision, Prophecies, Prayers, and Declarations is out now. I wrote this book so that you would have a very specific tool to help you use words to define your own history and future with God. Throughout human history, we've seen prayer and the prophetic and declarations shape society, set culture, provide heritage, and bring vision for the future. And when you combine prayers, declarations, and prophecies like you encounter in this book, you become even more intentional about the power of words. Prophecies, prayers, and declarations are instrumental for us to enter our promised land. This book, Provision, Prophecies, Prayers, and Declarations, will cover topics in finances, resources, family, influence, favor, business, and more. Through this book, I'm inviting you on the journey of learning how to use words to speak in the very fabric of your life, the spiritual realm, and the world around you. I pray that you'll find yourself using and reusing this book as you hear God speak to your heart. You can get our book anywhere books are sold, but if you get it at bullsministries.com and you pre-order it or post-order it, you're going to get a very exclusive teaching series. So I want to encourage you to get it there. Well, today on Exploring the Prophetic Podcast, I have my friend Micah Bernard, who I recently got to work with, with his production company on a TBN show that we had on TBN called Translating God, which is based on my book, Translating God. And it was such an amazing experience to work with Mike and his team. They just felt like so normal and great. I mean, I've worked with people in the entertainment industry for years and you never know what you're going to get. And right. we got just integrity, great Christian people who have vision. And so I just really um, felt a bond with Micah. And Micah, I asked you to be on the show because I just wanted to hear I want our audience to hear more of your story because you just, you and your wife have weathered some really good storms, mm -hmm. but you've also been believing for a lot and allowed yourself to pivot in really big ways when new opportunities have come or when God's changed your direction. So mm -hmm. welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Well, we, um, I, I say our meeting was really, uh, you know, when, for the show and you actually, we had uh, I, your wife and I, was it your wife and your father-in-law? We're My in a meeting right there. Uh-huh. It was and, uh, 2015. It's so wild. And I did a kind of a prophetic service at a conference. 
mm-hmm. and called her out and called you guys out. You weren't in the meeting and began to prophesy over you guys about just the, a movie you guys had worked on and just kind of the, some of the company stuff you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so that was our real introduction in a way, even though you didn't know who I was or whatever, we, we there was a connection just because of that. But like, right. what was that like? Well, it was, honestly, it was a little weird. Um, Cheryl <laughs> wasn't planning on going at all in the, uh, in the first place. Like it was kind of a spur of the moment, last minute thing. She's like, ah, I think I really want to go, you know, and we had a kid home sick. And so I was like, all right, well, you just go ahead and go and I'll stay home. And so she went and then, you know, sure enough, you called her out by our anniversary date. Just as there a Cheryl and February 24th means something. And uh, she was just like, uh, I think that's me. So <laughs> it, it went into, you know, this really great prophetic word um, over our our family, but then our family as a whole. Um, my father-in-law was there. Uh, brother-in-law happened to go as well. And um, it, so it was just really, really interesting. I don't think I'd ever experienced something like that. So when she came home and showed me the video, of course, everyone had their phones out and was filming the whole thing. And so, you know, just, just watching that and experiencing that here, um, it, it was really amazing. <laughs> I love that. I, it, you know, and especially that season. And I still, of course, pray for people and I hope I have a prophetic intention when I do a lot of times, but there's a, especially from 2000 and, you know, 13 to about 2017, um, predominantly, like I was just, I felt on assignment where I was going to different places and Mm-hmm. had these prophetic appointments to prophesy over people. And it was just so significant for me because I actually met your father-in-law, Tom, through that right. and ended up connecting afterwards. And then when I was uh, working with TBN on who was going to be doing the production for the show, he's like, yeah, Micah, you actually prophesied over him and, and my daughter and our whole family and um, and the company. And I was just shocked. I was like, that's so wild. That yeah. full circle moment yeah. in my life, which is, I love how when we're just faithful and obedient to God, how, it brings about opportunity, but this is not about me. This is about, I want to hear about your story. So tell me about like, how long have you guys worked in the entertainment industry and like what, what has been kind of the behind it, the driving force behind it? Take me on the journey. Well, so me personally, um, I've been working in, you know, the entertainment industry, so to speak for the last 16 plus years started with, um, a company, doing broadcast for ESPN. We were actually one of ESPN's largest independent contractors. And so anything from the Kentucky Derby to oh my gosh. hunting, fishing shows to so bowling, whatever you would see on ESPN that wasn't Sports Center, uh, likely that was us uh, doing that, uh, the company that I worked for. So uh, that's kind of where I got my start and you know just slowly uh, worked up the ranks to where you know now able to produce shows with you know the likes of you and other really great um, faith Christian voices uh, in our nation. So, um, sixteen years, uh, but Impact Productions has been around for oh man, uh, thirty maybe something like that. Uh, wow. Tom started it um, with a little uh, show called Toymaker's Dream. That Which was is a while. Yeah, which I think you're aware of. Talk but, about that because a lot of the audience may not have ever heard of it, but it was such a phenomenon. Yeah, so Toymaker's Dream was this um, stage theatrical production um, that that was, Tom took and developed, and they basically through the you know late '80s, you know '90s, actually early '80s, '90s, 
uh, would tour the world with this, I mean, huge theatrical stage production with pyrotechnics and, and it was uh, a dance production and they would go around the world doing this uh, as an allegory of the gospel. And I mean, behind the Iron Curtain into China, I mean, all these different places that they would go, um, just seas of people would come to to receive the Lord and, and to be prayed for. And so um, that started, you know, back in the early 80s and went for a long time until finally, you know, as as technology grows, as entertainment shifts, um, that that kind of lost some of its, I wouldn't say lost its footing, but but impact shifted more towards, look, we can do these types of things and this is great and we're going to reach a certain amount of people, but um, television, film, like you do that and now you're reaching so many more people. And, totally. and so our, our mission statement is reaching a sight and sound generation, uh, which has been, you know, for the last, you know, 30 years, people go to media and that's where they can be influenced. Um, and well, I, I do want to go backwards in Toymaker's Dream just a little bit because yeah. it was so revolutionary for, for Christianity to actually have mm-hmm. this scale. I, I have a little bit of tiny musical theater background. And I remember seeing it in the 80s and it actually gave me a vision. Like I wanted to go to Broadway or, you know, like, you know, those kinds of dreams. Uh-huh. And I saw Christians doing this. And I was like, oh my gosh, what would happen if a Broadway musical hit the church and, or a production quality of like a Cirque Soleil or whatever. And you guys were, you know, or Tom's company was doing this on such a master scale over and over for so long. Like it had so much longevity and no one else could touch it in yeah. Christianity. Nobody was doing anything like it. Yeah. And for those of you who are like in the creative, you know, industries that just didn't know this existed it was a forerunner for what a lot of people are doing now. Even some of the productions that are happening through magic shows in Vegas right now that there's Christians behind or mm-hmm. there's a new kind of circ immersive theater show coming out uh, in Europe. And there's these, these people who are, you know, a theater company in Australia, there's these people who are now emerging as Christians in different ways, but, but they didn't know they had this forerunning group that did this. I mean, so sacrificial. And I've known some of the actors like the Saxes, you know, just from people mm-hmm. who Toymaker's dream. And it's just, they, they paid a price as missionaries to do yep. this, but they didn't, the, the excellence of it, because I saw it, I think twice or three times huh. um, back in the day. That's like, crazy. it was so like, it opened my eyes. It, it was just such a, a sight and a sound. Of course, it was like, for that time, it was, there was nothing like it. It was Right, right. And what's, so. you know, it's and so fascinating to me, you know, because again, I grew up here in Tulsa where it was based, you know, I saw it a handful of times. and But um, what's really interesting is just, truly the impact around the world and that it's it's had on people's you know lives from it connecting uh us with you know russia and and tom now being able to go into russia and do things and connecting us in china and tom now going able you know do things in china as an impact and and with tbn now too it's it's just really amazing um the the people that have been impacted from i mean your story with that we talked with mark batterson uh who he was floored when I was sitting with him saying, Holy smokes, you guys did that. Like this was his dream to one day be able to do these types of things. Uh, so it's just really, really interesting and, and, and amazing that the Lord was able to use that platform. Uh, and it's so still, the legacy that you guys transitioned right. it into a film and television company. And like, when did you join that kind of 
you know, that world? Yeah, I joined Impact, um, which again is, you know, kind of part of my story. There, I had this season of my life where it's just like the Lord spoke so clearly in so many different ways um, about so many different things in this really interesting um, season of my life uh, of transition. And uh, so it was 2016 um, when I came to work at Impact full time. Um, I had been with the family for, you know, Cheryl and I got married in 2007. So of course I knew Impact and and everything, but um, I came came on board full time in 2016. Uh, and the Lord had said, it's time to go serve Tom. And it was just like, wow. uh, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, at that period of time in my life, actually, I, I was, I had resigned from my uh, last job. Again, whole story, we can get into all of those things of how the Lord spoke. And, um, but it wasn't anything I ever really wanted to do. And, you know, Tom's going to hear this. My wife and I's dream was never, okay, I'm going to go work at Impact and, and do this. Like, it, we we kind of had this a little bit of a resistance to joining the family business and just wanting to do sure. some of those things. But, but um, you know, because it comes with its its own cost. It's fantastic, but it comes with, you know, its own cost as well. And, you know, just you're working with the people that, you know, you you live with and you're working with the people that, that are your family. And so you just, you know, the tension's there. You're like, is this going to work out? Um, and it's been it's really been great. Uh, but it was definitely something that was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Cause that's what the Lord said to do. Wow. No. And I know, I mean, anytime God asks us to do something and it's not just what we can do based on what he's put inside of us, but he's actually directing us. I think it's always a little bit challenging because we're all of a sudden in an unknown that we have no control over. Mm-hmm. And especially when it's a family business because you guys were going after whatever you're going after and that you have to change your agenda when you go into the family business, you have right. to automatically you know, adapt. Yeah. And so it's so beautiful that you've been able to do that and been working so long together in this context. Yeah. Uh, but like, let's talk a little bit about the God story as far as I, I like you said, well, I can tell that story. Like when God spoke to you and told you to leave your other career or your other job, how did you hear him and how did that happen? Like, how did it play out? Well, yeah. I, I mean, if you don't mind, I'd like to go back a little bit further yeah, um, sure. just, just because it, it kind of all plays together back in 2012. Um, and you know, this is going to sound super spiritual and holy and trust me, like I'm, I, I love Jesus, but <laughs> I, I am, uh, I'm the furthest thing from this, you know, I'm, you know, really holy, uh, person. Uh, my wife and I try and get together at the beginning of every year and just say, Hey Lord, what's the, what's the word for the year? What do you want to do this year? Those types of things. We do that individually. We do that together as a couple, um, sometimes we get good things. Sometimes we don't, sometimes it's just like, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Um, but this one particular year, I, I felt the Lord say to me that he was going to stretch my trust in him through obedience. And, um, that for me was a really scary thing. Um, because I don't know what you know about stretching, but first of all, stretching hurts. Like if you ever yeah. just were to stretch, like that's a, it's a painful thing sometimes. Um, but through obedience was just like, okay, that means that you're going to ask me to do something and I'm going to have to trust you in that. Um, 
I don't know, because that usually means I don't know what's on the other side. Um, totally. And so th- it was really an interesting word. And then um, from there, a series of things kind of started to unfold. Uh, my wife and I have been talking about selling our house. We've gone back and forth. It's like, why would we sell? One of us would want to be like, sell it and get out. And the other one's like, no, we've got a really good thing. We've got a really low payment. It's not time. You know, and then we'd flip and we'd just go back and forth. We'd never be on the same page. So we never did it. Um, but I remember one evening I was sitting there and I was putting, actually rocking Judah, getting ready to put him down uh, down for bed. And um, I just heard the Lord say, I mean, and hear me, I wasn't praying about this. I wasn't asking the Lord to speak into this situation. I just heard, it was like bells in my head, sell and wait three months. And so it was at that point that I was like, um, okay, well, let me, I think you're talking about the house. Let me talk with Cheryl about that. And so we um, had this conversation and didn't really know what that meant. Um, but we just felt like, okay, he said to sell and wait three months. So we're going to put our house up on the market and then see what happens. And it wow. went for a year. Uh, well, a year, I say six to eight months, nothing. So we were just like, did, did we miss it? Um, or or what, what's going on here? But we, we felt like we were supposed to be, um, obedient to that. And, and so we said, okay, well, we're going to pull, we, we pulled the house off. We said, we're going to list it in September. One more time. Everyone's like, you can't sell a house in September. Like, okay, whatever. We're going to do it. If we sell it, great. If we don't in 30 days, we're out. And we just, or we just missed the Lord. And my wife at this point is pregnant with our third child. We're like, we don't want to keep going. So we, we did that. And sure enough, within like 15 days, had a full price offer on the house and oh closed 45 days later. So the dates are really important because now it's sell. Now we got to wait three months. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. I just know that I'm supposed to wait. So that was really hard because now we, all right, so we move in with my in-laws and who at 30 something years old wants to do that, right? Um, <laughs> so, so, but we do that and, and we're just waiting. Well, I had, I um, basically lost my job um, October 31st. The house closed November 15th. So that was our, our start date of three months. On February 15th was my first paycheck of my new job that I had just just gotten into and exactly three months. I mean, to, wow. the, to the day, wow. three months. And I think that, that for me, it was just, okay, look, it was, it was just proof that, hey, you can trust me. I'm, I'm going to be there. And so for this three months, I didn't have bills. I didn't have a house payment. I didn't have, you know, we had a car paid off. We didn't, you know, there... I was living with my in-laws. I didn't have all the things that come with that. So, you know, we'd pitch in on groceries or whatever, but I, I didn't have income, but I also didn't have money going out. And so it was just this season of his provision while we were waiting in that time. And then his provision hit and it's like, now you can go and buy a house. Um, and so it was just really, it was a really cool time, but it was, it was, for me, it was a point of, obedience like am I going to do what he's asked me to do and I think that's the dangerous thing about asking God to speak to us is 
are you okay if you're going to ask that question lord tell me what you want me to do or where you want me to go or what you would like me to say or whatever that would be lord i want you to speak our hearts have to be in a position of obedience because if they're not then why 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 have him speak in the first place if we're not going to be obedient to what he's asked us to do i like how you said it's a dangerous thing because i think I think there's so many Christians who have heard from God. And when I've sat down with people and sometimes I'll do prayer appointments, especially for really mature people. And we'll, and and I just have a block, like I don't get anything from the Holy spirit. And then I'm just like, tell me the last like four or five things that God's shown you about big decisions. Like let's walk through one at a time. And mm-hmm. usually by the third thing, we're hearing the pattern of like, actually God has spoken to you even about now, but it's there's something inside of you that's resisting or doesn't want to or isn't connecting to what he's saying mm-hmm. because maybe of disappointment of what didn't happen or maybe because it's going to cost you so much or because you just don't want to do it. I right. mean, like I've, as a mature person, there's things God's asked me to do. I just don't want to do it. Like when God gives you an agenda, I think it's one of the common themes this season. We're talking about breakthrough a lot and the right. midst of, you know, where the culture's at. It's been so hard, but we're believing God for epic breakthrough for our generation type thing. But when God wants you to bring breakthrough, like there's a surrender of our agenda and our will. That's right. Which kind of like what you said, like you were living with your in-laws, which I'm sure was in some ways wonderful for all of you, but in some ways also very normal to have, you know, right. the low grade anxiety that comes with that when you're not in your own space. Exactly. You just don't have your own place you can go to or whatever. But again, you're exactly right. It was this unbelievable time of, of provision and, and help with the kids and a new baby on the way. And then we had the baby while we were living there, you know, so all of those things were just, just so great. Um, and his timing in that was impeccable. And sometimes it's like, am I willing to be obedient and allow his timing to work out in my life that way? Uh, it's a hard thing to do (laughs) and a scary thing to do. And I think that the more people who hear this kind of story and they're hearing God, for you, it's, it makes them go, oh, it's worth it for me to actually obey what I'm hearing. And that's yeah. why this kind of a story. Yeah. So take us forward now because you've been, you know, that, that was a pretty past season. Take us forward into the last couple so, of years God's been doing. Yeah. So um, into that, you know, the season of, of 2015 where you're talking about it and, and where he has me today, um, you know, that that transition period, you're, the word that you spoke over, Cheryl, um, I had, I don't know if you know this, uh, but I had just resigned from the job that the Lord had asked me to resign from. So again, going back to the obedience thing, um, it was 2015, the job I had, we were going through a time of, of like, I wasn't getting paid. Like the, the, the money had run out, the financing had run out. It's time. And I knew I just had this unrest, um, and so I was talking with Cheryl about it and we, she, she just kept saying, are you sure you're supposed to still be, be here? And, and I had a huge fear of leaving because the, 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 where I was working, the, the, my partner that I was working with, I mean, she's the one who gave me my shot. She, wow. it's, she's the one who I grew up in production under. I learned, you know, everything, you know, about production working under her as, as a producer. And, and she gave me the opportunity to grow and learn and to excel. And without that, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so to say to her, it's time for me to go 
was, ex- I mean, I could, I couldn't even go there. I'm such a loyal person. Like it was, it was gut wrenching to have that conversation, but wow. it was one day in, um, in a church service where this verse jumped out at me and it was just, I mean, it hit me square in the eyes. Um, and, and that was in, uh, Matthew four nineteen through 20, where, where Jesus calls, um, I think it's Peter and is it Peter and John in that verse? And, um, you know, in it, he says, you know, come and follow me. And that's, everyone knows that verse, you know, where Jesus walks up and says, Hey, I want you to come and follow me. What hit me though, was the very next verse where it says immediately they left their nets. Mm. And what, what I love about this verse is they heard the voice of the Lord and they obeyed. They had never heard him before. They had never seen him before. They didn't stop and ask these questions of, well, hold on, who are you? It was the clear voice of the Lord speaking to them and instantly they were obedient. And they did. So, you know, NIV says at once, uh, the message version of that says they didn't ask questions, but simply dropped their nets. It's just like, you know, the, the level of obedience when you hear the Lord, I was like, that's what I want for my life. That's what I want. And so, you know, fast forward a little bit. Um, I'm again, we're in church and I just hear the Lord say to me, clear as day, it's time to get out of the boat. It's time to step out of, of the boat. And the boat wow. represented for me safety, right? I was, I was secure. I was in my area. I knew that I wasn't going to drown. I knew that I could float. And so I'm sitting there weeping in this service and, you know, my wife and I have been praying about this decision for a long time. And I heard him say that we get home later that evening, Cheryl's like, you know, what was, what was church like for you? I saw that that was, you know, worship was going on and you're crying how, you know, what was the Lord saying? And I told her, I said, the Lord told me it's time to get out of the boat. And she said, that's interesting because I had a picture of you in worship walking on water towards this light. And oh, wow. I was just like, okay, that for me is confirmation of the Lord. Like <laughs> if, if there wasn't any, so I made that transition, uh, was able to resign. It was, I won't say that it was easy. I mean, anything yeah. like that is extremely difficult, but what I held on to was that verse in, in Matthew and where it says immediately they did it. And, and so I just said, okay, I've, I've just got to do this. It's, it's time. And so the next day, um, Monday, I had that conversation, um, and transitioned out, uh, into the unknown. And I didn't know what I was going to do or where I was going to go, but it was this really great season. And then your word hits, you know, three, four days after I resigned, uh, where you spoke over the family. And then about two months later is when the Lord said, it's time to go serve Tom. And it was just kind of out wow. of the blue. Um, but here, you know, here I am, you know, just walk, trying to do my best and walking out obedience whenever he says, this is where to go or what to do. And I, I like hearing how there's just a reality in you about obedience. Cause I, I still hear the price in it in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the raw price of obedience. It's just different where, you know, when you give your, you surrender your life to Jesus and he's like, let me make you into something, which means we're going to have to obey him and walk with him that you can't make yourself. It's right. a fruit you can get yourself. And I think 
when people think of the prophetic, a lot of times they just think I'm going to hear God so he can help me with what my agenda is. I'm, right. I'm going to get married. I want to make money. I want to have a great life. I'm going to have great kids. I want to know what sex they are when they're before they're in, you know, whether they're in the mother's womb or whatever. And they don't think about the fact that this is actually all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of people pursue me for prophetic words, you know, and, and they, they're hoping I'll solve their problems, which is, you know, what we're hoping God will do that. He'll just come in and wave his wand and we'll be fine, you know? And sure. And I think it's so different, like walking with God. It's, it's so about like the father promised Jesus an inheritance when he went to the cross and our life here on this side of eternity is to present Jesus with all of that reward that he's worthy of or to, that he deserves. And our life is supposed to be a sacrifice for what he sacrificed for us so we can live in eternity in that place right. of bliss. You know, and I think a lot of Christians haven't got that part of the equation. What I'm saying, I'm not like uh, condemning anybody's motives for wanting blessing and prosperity because I think that that's, you know, that's part of sure. John 10. <laughs> right. But I like hearing your story because it's like there's this moment of like, I can feel the divine tension and just how you're sharing about it of just like I'm doing this like you said out of raw obedience and it's not always easy like it wasn't easy at first and, right and yeah that's, I feel my life's the same I feel like I've, I've said yes to God and done I mean I, I had the I never list that was so big I will never do this I will never do this I'll never do a Christian television show <laughs> right and I made one with you, you know it's like, <laughs> yep, right I'll never do this and I know Matt uh, Crouch called me when um COVID had just broke out and we and they went to the second viewing of our show they had 10 weeks and they did 10 weeks again i think they're on yeah. the third weeks and one of the nights was on prime time on monday and they had one of their highest viewer rating or viewerships um in their audience they have a potential audience and they had achieved the majority of their potential audience for the first time in their history mm-hmm. for four hours of content or three hours of content it's like your show was on there and i just think of like the show is about hearing god's voice and about really connecting to who god is and I just thought, how weird. I said, yes, you said yes. And we produced something together that became like a thing, you know, like right. it's, for that moment, it, it actually had like people were really curious and interested in it. And so it's just, it speaks of, again, that obedience. Like I wouldn't have made a show on the prophetic or hearing God's voice. You probably wouldn't have either. Right. Well, no, I, it definitely wasn't in my, my realm of like, Hey, <laughs> let's go and do that. Like how I don't, I, I wouldn't even have known like what that would look like uh, exactly. <laughs> until we started talking. And you we know. still didn't know what it was going to look like when we were doing it. You right. guys did a great job. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But I think, you know, I, I think what's interesting, at least for me in this in this specific time, is how important it is that that we as followers of Jesus really start leaning into his voice and hearing him talk and hearing him lead us and, and guide us and, and listening to the Holy Spirit. Because... You know, we're we're walking into what feels like some really uncertain times. Mm-hmm. We're walking into some things that, it, like it, you know, and what we're dealing with right now in the country, um, you know, from COVID to, you know, rioting and protesting and all those things. We now almost more than ever need to be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit and the Lord is telling us to do, and and it comes for me. It's like it comes with that obedient heart if we if we want the lord to move and we're asking him to do something a lot of times he'll ask us to do it and we have to be the ones you know quote unquote you know his hands and feet i kind of don't like that saying but whatever like (laughs) we have to be the ones he's going to use us and if we're not willing to one listen but two and more importantly be obedient to what he's asked us to do then then you know kind of what's the point and 
you know, the devil is going to come in sheep's clothing. Like he's, he's going to use deception and these things, you know, to, to warp our minds. And, and so we just have to be totally tuned in, in this specific time to Lord, is this really you? Is this where you're going? Are you, you know, asking me to go this way or, you know, or that. And, um, I just think that these types of conversations, you know, and, and the simplicity, that's what I loved about the show and how you broke it down is like, look, this isn't rock and science. Like this isn't, you know, something that, that only the, you know, the elite of those people who are, you know, clergy get to hear from God. Now this is for everybody. And, and he wants to talk to all of us and it's going to look different for each person, but he's going to speak and our job is to be receptive, to listen and to obey. That's, you know, for me, what, what all about hearing the voice of the Lord is. Well, you've, you've defined our show and why we're doing this because one of the, the things that we do this show for is to give people a vision of what every person's life looks like when they're listening to God and seeing their life change and different results than they would have chosen, but also different than they would have been available to them. And God gives us different choices because of that. So I'm so glad you were on today, Mike. I think it was great. I think just your picture of your life and your vulnerable sharing of it is just so valuable to us who are listening. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for being a part of us. How can people follow the production company and see what you guys are working on? Uh, Impact Productions is, you know, the things that, um, or is the, the website impactprod.com uh, or impactproductions.com uh, is is where we are. Um, we're in development on a lot of fun fun things. We're also working, you know, a lot with with TBN. We're grateful, you know, to them and to Matt and Lori and the whole family uh, for the opportunities that that we've had to get messages like this out. So um, likely uh, the next thing uh, right now we're airing. Uh, one hour specials on Friday nights that are, that are really, you know, great little one hour things. So people can go and tune in there on TBN to see some of the work that we've, we've done. It's um, hopefully bring hope and some peace in this, you know, pretty hard time. Well, I, I think it's amazing. And I, I've watched some of the stuff that you guys have produced and it's just, you guys are very talented Obviously, I've enjoyed working with you myself, and I love just the heart behind it. So thanks for being on today. And for those of you who are listening, I want to encourage you to make those steps and choices of obedience, no matter how painful they feel. Uh, (laughs) When God tells you to pivot and change when he tells you to change, because good today will not be good tomorrow if God's already calling you out to something else. And Mm -hmm. and, But what what he is calling you into is going to provide such a great future for you and your family. And I love hearing Micah's story because you can see hear that lace through his uh, stories, his love for his family. So thank you so much for being on today. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. We have some exciting news. We have a new online platform called Bowls Ministries Online Platform. It includes all of our content for one low price. This is all of our e-courses, which is Keysons Economy, Prophetic 101, Modern Profits, Living and Thriving Marriage, God's Secrets. But here's where it gets really interactive. We have a Translating God mentoring platform with new content every week. So weekly teaching videos and group and individual mentoring videos and guest contributors from around the world, weekly prophetic testimonies, weekly Q&A. You're going to love this. This is an interactive platform that invites you to exclusive content for me and guests. There's also an opportunity for you to submit your dreams to interpret. You guys are going to love this. And this is all one low price of $14 a month. And I want you are exploring the prophetic family to join. Come be a part of this. It's going to change your life. And I know we're going to enjoy having you. 
So come visit bowlsministries.com. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bowles. I want to encourage you to stay involved with us. Continue the conversation online by going to our Facebook page. Sean Bowles is our Facebook public address. Also, you can visit us at www.bowlsministries.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to it. It's Exploring the Prophetic with Sean Bowles. 